Hey lady, I am so freaking jazzed that you're here. My name is Emily and I am a clinical social worker deeply passionate about what's going on in between our ears. I am here to help build up your toolbox against self-doubt, social comparison, and nasty self-talk to help keep you kind to your mind. You know, we all have something going on in that noggin of ours that isn't always kind. So let's put in the legwork and flex those mindset muscles so that we can move the mountains we were meant to freaking move. Let's go. What is up, my friend? Welcome back to another episode of The Kind Mind Project. I want to start off today's episode in saying that if you're heart is heavy right now. If you are struggling right now, I want you to reach out to me. I want you to send me a DM and be like, Emily, I need some hype in my life because I'm struggling right now. And I want to be able to do that for you. Today, I want to talk to you about a podcast episode that I listened to recently that really smacked me in the face with all kinds of realizations that I am extremely, extremely thankful for. I was listening to a podcast by Mel Robbins. She is someone that I have deeply looked up to um, in the personal growth space. And if you don't know Mel, you need to go check her out. So I will leave a good old link um, below if you want to go check out Mel Robbins, which you absolutely should. But I was listening to one of her most recent episodes about the let them theory. And I have really started to adopt this philosophy as my own lately. And it has been such a simple yet effective concept for me to be able to release control on all of the things that I'm trying to have control over, trying to have certainty with, releasing control on all of the things that I can't change or that I can't do anything about. Because I don't know about you, but I am the kind of person that sometimes really, really struggles with things not being right or not being the way that I think they should be and having to be okay with that. For example, if a friend continues to make the same decision over and over and over again, no matter how many times I have said, you know what, dude, I want something better for you. I don't want you to experience this again. I don't want you to date that douche again. No matter how many times and they go back and they do it. And I waste so much energy. I have such a big reaction to this continuing to happen. And basically what Mel was saying and what I I want to relay to you today is that at some point you're going to have to let them. If they are going to continue to make the same decisions they've always made, let them. Because they're going to do it anyway. They're going to do it anyway. I wrote a Instagram post on this the other day and I got an overwhelming amount of responses that were like, yep, Emily, that hits home because we find ourselves wanting control. We as human beings, we want control. We want things to be predictable. We want things to be 
as we think they should be or certain, right? And so much of this life is the farthest thing from that. So much of this life is completely uncertain and throws us for a loop and all of the things come at once, right? And it's just, we want to be able to hold on to any kind of control or certainty that we can. And so I I listened to this episode and I found myself afterwards starting to tell myself this in in moments where I was trying to control a decision or wanted someone to make a decision that was different than what they were making, right? And I found myself just saying, Emily, just let them, let them because they're going to anyway, I've actually talked to my supervisor at my day job about this a lot, and she has been a godsend in in being patient with me in the process because I am a true Enneagram 3 through and through. If you are into the Enneagram, I would love to connect with you because I, although it's not the end-all be-all to our personalities and our being, I do think it gives us a lot of guidance and a lot of um, perspective when it comes to some of the personality traits that we have or how we feel in a season of growth or uh, a season of struggle. It gives us a lot of information, essentially. And I am a true Enneagram 3 through and through, and I have high expectations of myself. And sometimes that also looks like having high expectations of other people. Expectations that are not fair. Are not fair. And my supervisor at my day job has been a godsend in helping me through this process because I've cued her in on this podcast episode that I listened to. And I was like, you know, I need you to call me on my shit when I am getting to a point where I'm trying to control things that are not in my control, or I'm trying to find certainty in things that are not my decision. Prime example of this. Very recently, less than a month ago, I had the opportunity of marrying my best friend. And in that process, the crazy wedding planning process, especially towards the end, all those last minute things come up, right? And what Ryan and I found was that a lot of family members were no longer able to come. And for whatever reason that was, um, almost all of them, rightfully so, right? Like, and completely understandable. But my Enneagram 3 self was still like, no, that's not okay. This is the last minute. That's not cool. And I had to tell myself, like, if people have to make this decision for themselves, let them. Let them. Because one, the decision is already made. They are going to do what they're going to do. So at this point, you just need to let them and move the hell on. Instead of wasting all of this energy and tainting this experience that's supposed to be fun for you, that's supposed to be exciting and one of the biggest moments of your life, right? Instead of wasting all of this energy getting worked up on all of the things that 
you feel like are going wrong or feel last minute, you could be spending that time, one, just letting them do what the hell they're already going to do, and two, enjoying yourself. Enjoying yourself. How many times have you done that? How many times have you allowed yourself to taint experiences or ruin opportunities or change your opinion on things that should have been exciting by trying to have a sense of control over things that have already happened, that have already been decided? How many times have you done that? Okay, dude, before I get too far into today's episode, I have to talk to you about a really freaking cool opportunity. My mentor and badass friend, Keisha Gitmiri, hosts an event every year called Empower Her Life. This year is going to be year two, and I want to see your booty in the room with me experiencing what I had the opportunity to experience last year. So Keisha has done something really freaking cool for us honeyheads over here, and she's given us a discount code for $50 off our admission. If you use code EMILY at checkout, you will get $50 off your ticket, and you'll get in the room with me and Keisha to grow the way that you are meant to grow. Go check it out. I mean, seriously, I really want you to think about that. How much energy would you have saved yourself in the past if after something happened that you may not have agreed with or maybe it hurt you or maybe you felt like it was wrong or maybe you wish it had happened differently? How many times in the past would you have had such a more enjoyable experience or made an even better memory if you had let them? and let it. It's funny because almost always these are situations where looking back, I'm like, Emily, the, the amount of energy that you put into that wouldn't have changed anything. It wouldn't have changed anything. And so I, I look at some of those experiences and you have shared some of your let them experiences with me and I I look at the both of us and I'm like man how much energy could we have saved how much more of a positive experience could we have had you know and of course looking back on it we're like yeah damn I do that all the time but how do we in real time acknowledge that how do we notice that because when we're in it we're in it right? When we're getting frustrated about a friend going back to that guy time and time again, no matter how many times you've told her he's a POS, right? And we are not, that is not what I want for you. And that's not what you want for you, no matter how many times you've had that conversation. And she goes back again. And you are angry and sad and worried about your friend and all the things, right? And you're in it. So it feels like it hasn't happened yet. Almost like you're having to play catch up. But really the decision's already been made. She's already going to do what she's going to do. Her mind's already made up. 
So how are you going to spend the moments after? That's really the question, right? And maybe for you, it's more so at work. Maybe there are coworkers at work that you feel like right now are really half-assing it. And you feel like it's unfair. And you feel like you are picking up all the slack. And maybe you notice yourself when they're making these decisions or when they speak up in meetings or whatever it is, you notice yourself getting really worked up and really aggravated by their decisions because you are a high-achieving woman. You are someone that takes pride in their work. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to something like this, right? But you look at those decisions that are made by that other person and you let yourself get worked up about it. Instead of saying, you know what? Let them. I'm going to let them. Because they are going to do it anyway. I can't change them. I can't change their decisions. I'm sure as hell not going to be able to change their mind, right? Or suddenly make them put in the effort that we feel like they should be putting in, right? They, they are going to do what they're going to do. So I'm going to let them. And I'm going to reel my focus back in on me. Because I could go down the path of getting all worked up and wasting all the energy and being so upset and then noticing that start to affect my work. Noticing that start to affect how I feel about my own work that I do. Right? And having this resentment that I carry with me every day, knowing that I'm not going to change their mind. They're going to do what they're going to do. So you know what? Maybe we let them do that. That doesn't mean that we agree with it. That doesn't mean that we think it's okay. That doesn't mean that it feels good and nice and cozy. But it does mean that you are prioritizing your own headspace. You are prioritizing your own sense of regulation versus the decisions of other people that you can't freaking control. The other piece of this that I have been hearing a lot about from you recently is this idea of adult friendships and how those friendships sometimes change and people sometimes grow apart or move away or are in a different stage of life. And I've heard from a lot of you that this is one, a really difficult process, but also two, you find yourself wanting to hang on to it, wanting to hang on to the way that things used to be and hang on to the way that we were connected in college and hang on to how things were last year. One, I hope you know that that is a a human thing. I get it, right? We want things to be the way that they've always been because that's what we know and again that's our humanness wanting to find certainty and things that are familiar I get it I hear you and let's think about this in another way if we are growing apart from someone or I won't even say apart but growing differently than someone in our life doesn't that mean that they are also growing 
in some way, doesn't that mean that they are also engaging in a similar process as we are? Right? So I I frame that for myself and hopefully this is helpful for you in saying, you know what? Wouldn't I be doing them a disservice and also myself because this is a different version of me now? Wouldn't I also be doing both of us a disservice by trying to hang on to the previous nature of that relationship? Wouldn't that be inauthentic? Wouldn't that be a a version of us that neither of us are anymore? So when you feel that, that growth of an adult friendship or an adult relationship start to happen, I encourage you to let them. And that does not mean I'm going to cut off all communication forever, right? That, that, that is not what I'm advising by any means, but that relationship is changing because that's what relationships do. That's what growth does. And that does not mean that you did something wrong, that they did something wrong, that None of that. This is not a breakup, okay? But it is a natural part of life. One that I, I hear you and I, I agree with you is really hard sometimes. It's really hard for us to be like, yeah, we are growing and in different stages of life and life has taken us in different directions and That's a really hard pill to swallow sometimes, but it also, I bring it back every time, and I think this is mostly to help my own self, and hopefully it helps you, but I bring it back to, I would be doing them a disservice if I tried to hold on to control of this previous version of our relationship, and I care about them too damn much to do that. I care about them too damn much to hold them back from what life has set out for them, even though it's difficult for me to understand and difficult for me to accept. Change is hard. Uncertainty is hard. Not knowing what this next version of our relationship is going to look like is hard. And I have to let them. I have to let them be that next version of themselves because that's what I would want someone to do for me, right? That is what you would want someone to do for you. So you have to let them. Now, in her episode, which I highly, highly recommend that you listen to, it is phenomenal. She, Mel Robbins does explain, you know, certain scenarios where this whole let them theory might not be as valid, right? When we are in danger of some way, or we are being hurt over and over and over again, is that a time for the let them theory? No. No. When we are having a boundary that is violated, is that a time for the let them theory? No. (laughs) But I think there are some scenarios where we can look at that and pieces of it we can apply this. I have a dear honeyhead who reached out to me recently. Um, First of all, I love you. And I I thank you for sharing stuff like this 
with me because I think it makes us more connected and fulfilled as a community, um, knowing that there are other people that, that experience this too. But she sent me a message and basically said, you know, Em, I am in a time of ending a relationship. And the person on the other side of this relationship has a lot of feelings about me leaving and is making me feel guilty and is angry and has a lot of emotions going on. And that's turned into a lot of anger towards me. And the the piece that really got me and what I responded to her with is, you know, she, she said that the other person on in this relationship um, was, was saying that she is the reason they are no longer together. And what I told her is, you know, you may not agree with that, but honestly, that's that person's truth, right? That's where they are right now. And is that to say that they will always believe that? Does it feel good that they believe that? No. No. But we also have to understand that we're not going to change their mind right now. We're not going to change their mind right now when they are hurting and angry and emotional. So even though we don't agree with that statement, and, and that accusation, right? This might be a moment where we need to let them believe that. We need to let them believe that. Because we're not going to change their mind right now. Time will change their mind. Healing will change their mind. Right? Being regulated enough to think clearly will change their mind. But right now, my, my friend, my dear, dear friend, she's also in a moment of, of healing and change, right? So our top priority should probably be making sure that that home base is safe and okay and nurtured, right? So I look at some of those situations and of course, am I going to tell you to let someone engage in name-calling and all of those terrible things that often come with any kind of breakup conversation? No. I'm not telling you to sit there and take it, right, and to be a punching bag. Absolutely not. I don't want that for you. You don't want that for you. But there are some moments where we need to look at it and say, okay, is their mind already made up? Is this what they believe? Am I going to change what they believe? Am I going to change their behavior? Am I going to change their decision? Because if the answer is no, I need to just let them do it. That coworker that is half-assing it and really feeling like they're not pulling their weight, let them. You can't change them. 
you can advocate for yourself and your own sense of burnout, right? You can advocate in a lot of ways. You can protect yourself in a lot of ways. But the energy that you are using to get worked up about the things that you might not be able to change right now, I'm wondering if that can be repurposed. If we can use that energy elsewhere, because you only have so much of it. You only have so much of it. So let's stop wasting it on things that we can't control or can't change. One of the biggest things we can't control and can't change is other people. Other people. They're going to do what they're going to do. That doesn't mean we agree. That doesn't make it right. That doesn't make it comfortable. But that is what it is. And to be honest with you, in most scenarios, I absolutely hate that saying. It is what it is. Because in my gut, I'm like, well, does it have to be? Does it have to be? Why do we just accept it as what it is? Does it have to be that way? But in this scenario, that gets us in a trap, doesn't it? That way of thinking gets us in a bit of a trap. Because, for example, let's go back to the, the coworker, right? Who is making the decisions that they're making to half-ass their work. And we look at that and we say, it is what it is. Well, does it have to be that way? And that immediately gets us into this place of wanting to control it again, right? Wanting to change it again, instead of letting them do what we already know they're going to do, saving our energy for home base and prioritizing that. So I want to, one, I want to hear from you. I want to know if this is something that resonates with you that you also find yourself struggling with sometimes because I'll be honest I fall into this I do I I think a lot of us do so I I want to pick your brain about this whole let them theory and if you get the chance to go listen to Mel Robbins episode on the let them theory I will link it below in the show notes it is again absolutely phenomenal And I want to hear how this applies to you. In what situations do you need to let them? In what situations do you need to release control on the things that you can't change? Send me a DM. I want to hear all about it. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Dude, thank you so much for including the kind mind and this freaking weirdo in your growth journey. If you connected with today's episode, I would love to hear about it. So slide on over into my Instagram DMs at Emily and the kind mind and let a girl know. Okay. But until then, I will talk to you very soon. I love you so much and you stay kind to that freaking mind.